Hey folks, it's Wednesday, and that means it's time for Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. And yeah, Matthew Broderick took down the big Godzilla, but there was still one egg left in Madison Square Garden, so it's like it's not even a, it didn't even, didn't even matter really. Wow. Anyway, as always, I'm here with uh, the lady host, Sonia. Hi. And uh, the ever-bearded Sean. Ooh, hi. Who he uh, didn't have a beard for a while, and it really, it really creeped. creeped it, me it, out. Shocked us all. It, it it was it was something different. I didn't care for it. <laughs> anyway, uh, today on Spoiler Alert, we are here to talk about a huge, huge problem that is sweeping the world of Hollywood and movies, and that is, of course, remakes. Uh, it Boom. seems that there are a few that are immune from this fate. So I figured we better address the issue just before they do Citizen Kane. I did. Some research, It's not, I, that's not happening, as far as I can tell. They're I would, not remaking it. I would try out for Orson Welles. <laughs> I could see it. I could do it. <laughs> Give me your best rosebud right now. <laughs> rosebud! Oh, wow. He really good. took that somewhere that's else. That's my deathbed rattle. So, first question, right off the bat, do you guys have a favorite remake? Sean? Hmm. I don't know if I do have a favorite remake, actually. I... I'm suddenly unprepared for this question. <laughs> I just, don't know why I didn't think about it. Um, yeah, maybe come back. Come back. Come come back to Sean. Sonia? I'm so sorry. I have a couple. I've prepared a list, even. Oh, my. Um, yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to narrow it down. We've talked before about You've Got Mail and that being a favorite uh, film of mine, which is a remake of a remake of a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep forgetting that. Every time you bring it up, it blows my mind. I know. It's wild. Uh, we've also talked about A Star is Born. Yes. Judy Garland's masterpiece, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, we've covered that, so that's on the list. <laughs> um, a couple others, and I'll just maybe read a couple, and then sure. if there's any you guys want to discuss, we can come back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went through a list uh, of remakes because... I wanted to make sure I didn't miss any. There's so um, many that I'm like, oh, I didn't, like, when I searched a bit for, I was like, I had no idea. Yeah, exactly. Same. So, a couple that came to mind, um, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Oh. Which uh, is a remake of a movie called Washington Mary- Merry-Go-Round from 1932. Um, the Bird Cage, another favorite of mine, which I is... I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a remake of Casual Folle, which is a French movie from 1978. I was going to see how you are going to do that. Oui. C'est un film français. And obviously, 101 Dalmatians. So you like the, the live action I'm, one then? I think the live action one is super well done. Crazy. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then another one that jumped out at me uh, was Homeward Bound, which I didn't realize was a remake. What? But there was a movie in 1963 called The Incredible Journey, which oh, y'all best right. believe I am going to find somehow. I did know that. I, d- I haven't seen it, but I did hear about that. Yeah. We're also, blowing Sean's mind right now. I'm, I'm mind is splattered. <laughs> <laughs> Does Sally Field still do the cat in the 60s? <laughs> she better. Just was she, was she not like a young young woman in the 1960s? <laughs> Maybe. When was the Flying Nun? That was like the 70s, right? <laughs> anyway, also, honorable mention, Flubber. Oh, there you go. Very good. Oh, nice. So a lot of children's movies. That's all right. Those are Apparently. some good. Those are some great titles. My favorites: uh, Italian Job, Ocean's mm-hmm. Eleven, The mm-hmm. Departed, which a lot of people don't know, yeah. and another one here, which I will save for a little a little while later, because I got a lot to say about it. But we're going to save it. You got a you like a heist? Yeah, Maybe, a heist yeah. is good. You like a heist movie? God, look at the, well. I mean, 
two or three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two crime is def- certainly a theme here. Mm. Okay. Jeremy loves crime. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> Listeners, for all those who didn't know, G Dog's a huge fan of crime. Crime fan. <laughs> it's like swim fan. <laughs> <laughs> That should have been the the game movie. God, okay. Sorry. We'll make a different game where Sean pitches <laughs> titles <laughs> after we suggest. Anyway, that's <laughs> next question. Uh, what is a remake that broke your heart? Any any thoughts? Any heartbreakers? I myself have a, a lengthy list here. Yeah, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me given your general opinion of remakes, which yeah. I hope we'll get into a little. Yeah, bit, we'll get I'd there. like to talk about we'll, that. We'll slowly work our way there. Okay. Oh, Sean, we didn't come back to you about your we favorite. We didn't come back. Honestly. We blew, we just blew his mind. You blew kept me mind. blowing my mind that I couldn't fit any more in. <laughs> um, like, what is Flubber's original? Uh, it's no. called the... It's called the something professor, the absent-minded professor. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's really good, actually. Yeah. They're both so great. is the nutty professor a remake <laughs> as well? No. It, it is, yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, that? Like, it's, it's a like... Di- it's a different... Thing, I would say yeah. it's adjacent. That's more of a reboot, I would say. Oh, we should define some terms Yeah, here. can we define uh, some terms? Yeah. I would... Okay, a remake, to me, is anything where they are just redoing something. There can be, like, a spiritual successor, mm. but in the cases that, of what we've discussed so far, it's remake to me. What's a reboot, Sonia? I always thought a reboot was kind of more, like, more of a departure. Like, a remake is closer to the original... I guess I don't have a clear sense in my yeah. mind of what the difference is. So mm-hmm. that's not a good okay. definition. We may we may have to with our working definitions. Then. Either way, though. Yeah, we'll talk. Let's just we'll speak in remakes for today. <laughs> if you're angry, <laughs> tweet us at YQR. Honestly, we could use the social media engagement. Yeah, follow us. But also, angry tweet us if you want to. Rage tweets. No such thing as bad publicity. I guess. Anyway, well, back back to the question. <laughs> It, are there any remakes that broke your heart? I have a couple. Okay. But do we want? Do you want your turn, Sean? Do you want to go first? Um, yeah. Let's let's do it. I just watched this one um, because I. Yeah, this is from 1998. Um, it's called. <laughs> I'm so excited! It's a little movie called Psycho. Oh, oh I haven't heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's an original. <laughs> um, I remember watching. Psycho in high school, and it was I loved it. Even the, the remake, or no the the orange, okay. and I did not like. Obviously, I didn't know that Alfred Hitchcock was a crazy person at the time, but also it was just like I was really into horror in high school, which is weird because I despise it now. Hmm. But so I watched the remake because I've heard so much about it, and I think that Gus Van Sant is interesting, and I think that all of those actors are great, mm-hmm. and um. And so it received three Razzie Awards, um, including director, actress, and just worst remake, which I didn't even know was a category, um, which maybe explains something about remakes, yeah. is that there is a Razzie category for them. Um, and it is about just a, a thieving gal, Marion Crane, who just wants to steal $400,000 and run away with uh, Viggo Mortensen, but Vince Vaughn. Won't let her do it. <gasps> he won't. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> is he the hero he, of our tale? He is definitely the hero. <laughs> um, yeah, and Hesh plays Marion Crane, which I think, I don't know why she got nominated, because I thought she did the Lord's work. Yeah. She is so charming. She's so beautiful. Um, even 
even in her weird like 60s outfits which i researched mm-hmm. and found out that um the costume designer thought that it was going to be a period piece and bought all the pieces <laughs> and then was like well i guess we'll just use them but it's 1998 so it kind of works yeah the 90s love doing were... the 60s yeah um, and her like short choppy pixie cut is so good she looks so great um the shower scene like mm. when it was coming i had so much anxiety when i saw her getting in there even though you see literally nothing it's like yeah just like a flash of a face and like a an arm like there's no stab wounds or anything it sh- no it shows some stab wounds. well okay actually you're right at the end there on her back on her back but during the actual interaction there's yeah there's it's nothing. not too bad but it's no. still scary like i think that's one of the things that's interesting about that remake is like that scene always has scared me quite a bit um or like i just find like just the anticipation and the soundtrack the anticipation the I mean. is crazy when she starts just mm-hmm. slowly getting ready for that shower i'm like oh no 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 and then you see his shadow like come into the room through the shower curtain well and i feel like the van sant move the van sant remake kind of maintains that sense of anxiety. I feel like you had to know what was going to happen, though. Yeah, there's not like a you, soul in the world that doesn't know what's going to yeah. happen, I don't think. And well, so I think it's kind of crutched. But I in guess. the shower curtain in the new one was a very, like, fragmented, glassy one. So, yeah. like, once they entered the room, whomever the assailant is, uh, it is just so fragmented that you have no idea, like, how far away... Mm-hmm the person is and so then i also had a bit of a like when is it happening um also another person i want to mention in it is julianne moore who (laughs) plays her aggressive sister (laughs) and she uh arrives to investigate her sister's murder wearing the hugest pair of headphones (laughs) and just listening to her walkman in the cab and every she's so concerned with them and literally when vigo mortensen's like okay let's investigate this house where there's been a double homicide and she's like let me grab my walkman yeah (laughs) it's incredible it is the best line um another thing that stuck out to me this is uh nothing to do with the plot but william h macy pulls up a car and then climbs out of the passenger seat to go to talk to vince vaughn and it was a very strange choice and maybe it's because it happened in the original and they decided to do that as an homage but well because it's almost it's almost a shot-for-shot shot remake. Is that correct? I'm pretty it's, sure that's it's, true. It's pretty, I think it's pretty close. Yeah, I, I think, think that was too. the whole point. I think that was the right. Yeah. yeah. That was almost like, if we're going to get into defining things, that might be called an update remake. Yeah. You know, where they're just literally freshening things up. Yeah, I think they, like, changed um, the money numbers for, like, inflation. <laughs> but I think oh, everything just else is pretty much the same. I kind of think it is 400,000 in the original though. I it must be less. That's so much in like the 60s. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um What did you what did you think of what do you guys think of Vince Vaughn as Norma Bates? He was Did you say Norma? Norma. Oh. <laughs> Norma Bates. Freudian's lip. Ms. Norma. Uh he was weak. Yeah. Mm. And I was surprised that she got the Razzie over him. Yeah. I I always felt that the whole thing was very cheesy. Yeah. That that was sort of... And the 90s was a cheesy time. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were leaning into that. Yeah. But, like, in the original, I feel like Norman Bates was, like, childlike and, like, sweet and, like, kind of disarming in that way. Yeah, like, very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
Vince was fully just like, I like him an evil man. Yeah. But I, I think that, again, speaks to the whole leaning on the yeah. original, right? You're like you really know, leaning into you're, it. You're going to go and you you know it's this guy, so let's just make him creepy mm-hmm. or from the onset. Because, <laughs> like, Norman Bates is creepy as heck. Oh, like, right. He, like, it, it's, you're supposed to be very unsettled, but mm-hmm. I think the thing with Vince Vaughn's performance is that it's, it just is, like, at a hundred yeah. to start with. It's like and, a giant arrow pointing to what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, like, there were a lot of movies about women getting murdered in the 90s, so <laughs> it was, like, I think it's, like, extra, just, like, we know that trope by then even yeah. better. Of just like, oh, this guy's a murdery dude. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show and uh, first guest host, James Brothridge, really likes Vince Vaughn's performance in that movie. Really? So I find that very interesting. Hmm, Shout out to Jimmy. hold his feet to the fire over this. Yeah, I think we can we'll right, get more we, we will bring him in and grill him. Yeah. About he's hard to grill because he's just so cute. Yeah. He's just so sweet. Anyway. So, well, uh, back to the question, Sonia. Do you, uh, remakes? Well, that was was that a remake that broke your heart? Hmm. I don't know if it broke it, but actually, no. It, maybe it did not break it because I was still very engaged and very. Yeah. Ex- as soon did as you, it started, I was it very. It was kind excited. of fun. Did you I, like the movie? It was fun. I did like the movie. Okay. And also, <laughs> Jul- I just love Julianne Moore. She is like so bored in the face of danger the whole time. <laughs> yeah. She like sneaks down to the basement when she's now he's upstairs, and she's just like. Uh, like looking around so blase. Mrs. Bates. Yeah, where are you, Mrs. Bates? <laughs> but also, I like, haven't seen the original. I haven't seen the original in a long time. Is there kind of an implication that the sister and Vigo Mortensen's character get together in the original? Because I feel like they were vibing. Um, I don't remember that, but I do think that they were vibing. Yeah. Okay. Also, Vigo Mortensen in the '90s. Hello. Oh, hi. Who? Pre, pre Lord of the Rings. Like he was handsome in Lord of the Rings. He was kind of dreamy, but um, I think that a departure that from the original is that they do show some Vigo buns yeah. at the start, <laughs> which I don't. Feel we'll like have they to would. find out whether that's in the original. <laughs> We're super relevant to the bun. plot. His buns. Yeah. Well. Love a Norwegian. We got to see why Anne is trying to steal four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. No, that's fair. She was stifled. Anyway, while listening to spoiler alert. On 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Off to Sonia and her heartbreaking remake. Yeah, heartbreaking is tricky, but I have a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, one is 2008's The Women. Um, <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. With Meg Ryan and I should have looked at who's in the um, Annette one. Benning. Annette Benning. Um, isn't it? Uh, who's Grace? Jada Pinkett Smith. Is she Jada in? Pinkett Smith. Um, Deborah Messing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the four. And it is a remake of, like, honestly, just one of the best movies of all time, 1939's The Women. Have you seen it? Featuring, yes, I have, many oh. times, Joan Crawford, Norma Shearer, Rosalind Russell, and Joan Fontaine. Only, like, three of those whom I know. Um, but it is just, like, opulent, and the writing is incredible, and, yeah, it just is a masterpiece. And The Women is not bad, per se. I think there are many things about it that I found enjoyable, but this is one of those types of remakes that um, maybe it's because we are like looking back at the original mm-hmm. as a classic film and it is like special to us because it's sort of this separate generation and because it seems so like decadent and opulent and separate. Um, but it, I don't know. The new the new version just didn't didn't live up for me. Wow. 
Um, I have not seen the original, and I now I feel like I definitely should. I think you should. It's it's interesting. I've never heard of these movies before. It mm, is it's for women. I was like, um, <laughs> would you say it's like a concept? Like they yeah. basically are like every character, every actor is a female. Um, uh, except I think that in like on Wikipedia they're like there's a ball that can be noticed. Somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the whole like, cast like an animal is, bowl? is pretty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I. It just seems like a very basic, like you know, 2008 movie mm-hmm. when I watched it. Um, even Annette Bening could like, she was great though. But yeah. she did whip a banana at Meg Ryan's head, which was a really awesome part. Yeah, and um, like I'm always in the bag for a movie about women and their relationships with each other and like talking about women's struggles. But it's it doesn't have the same con it, I don't know, it didn't take it there in the no. same way. They were and they were like mean spirited towards each other yeah. all the like the four were like this weird sex in the city group. Meg Ryan had the craziest mop of girls also yeah. <laughs> for the first half of the movie. Yeah. Um but also Eva Mendez, mm, who yeah. I've never really like known about or cared for or whatever. <laughs> she is like a 24-year-old perfume spritzer named Crystal Allen that is cheating, oh, yeah. <laughs> cheating on uh, che- with Meg Ryan's husband. Yeah, and she is amazing. And like from the second you see her, she's just like crazy body, 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 yaddy, yaddy. Yeah. She, I thought she was lo- like she looks like Laverne Cox is what I thought. Yeah. Like when she first appeared, it was. Um, she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's not and it, yeah that's true, Sean. And it's not that it's a bad movie necessarily. It's just it, it just doesn't hold up. It doesn't live up to. to the to the original. So I think if you yeah if you didn't know and had never seen the original, which is an interesting thing about remakes, mm-hmm. um, you maybe wouldn't care as much. I would. Because, like, it also ends in the... Mo- it's, like, the climax is that Meg Ryan's, like, I'm drawing again, and she, like, mm. makes a fashion show, and it's the most boring <laughs> fashion show <laughs> yeah, in the it's world. Really it's the worst, and, like, so boring. And they immediately hop into a madcap delivery scene where Deborah Messing is, like, howling, giving birth to a child. Yeah. And it just seemed so, like, these are all crazy tropes. Yeah, it's a lot of tropes. And, like, the the one from the 30s obviously also is. Mm-hmm. But it will also was a lot more groundbreaking given its context. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's worth a watch for sure. Okay. What, well, are, yours, what are yours, Jerry? Well, I'm going to talk about... I've, I've thought long and hard what I think the worst remake is. And it's kind of hurt me to come to the realization that this is what it is. Somebody took a, a movie that I like a whole heck of a lot and absolutely obliterated it. Now... I'm gonna I'm gonna rock your guys' worlds when I say what this movie is. You'll be taken off guard. It's Footloose, and I cannot believe the piece of garbage <laughs> that was created wow, wow, when wow. they remade Footloose. It is so bad. Oh my god, it is. Who's the Who are the main people in that Footloose? <laughs> I haven't seen the new one. Jeremy, oh. tell us why you hate it. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. Uh, well, the the original was just you know it was kind of goofy and it kind of didn't make sense. <laughs> And, you know, you had the power of John Lithgow and the punch dancing of Kevin Bacon, which I've always thought was kind of goofy. You know, you don't just, in a non-musical movie, you don't just go punch dance for 20 minutes. Do an angry dance. I love the angry dance. I do love that we also all pretended that that was amazing dancing. (laughs) We're just like, we're with it. So the the protagonist is played by Kenny Wormald. 
I don't even know. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Julianne Huff is the love interest. Also, don't know who that is. Miles Teller, who has made some like teen movie fame for himself. Fame for himself, Miles Teller. Well, his career is over. (laughs) 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 He's been in stuff since then. He's like the the best friend, Willard Hewitt, and then Dennis Quaid is the Dennis Quaid is the evil dad. That's right. And you couldn't do it, Dennis. You could not pull it off. Andy McDowell, is she the mom or is she something else? I can't I literally can't remember. She I, should have played Julianne Huff's character. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that I would agree. have been a better movie. <laughs> they should have just done the exact same movie, all the cast the same, and just tried to make up them young. That's a great I would watch idea. <laughs> that would be an amazing movie. It's so much better than the remake of Footloose. Yeah, it's Anyway, the other one that was heartbreaking that we kind of pre discussed that I'm gonna bring up right now is, of course, Ghostbusters. Now, I got a lot of problems with what went down, okay? I got a lot of sort of base issues. Sonia has not blinked the entire time I'm since trying, I brought this up. I'm There's trying really hard to... I was like, we need, this is when we need our foley of, like, me walking. Before we get started, yeah. I want to pitch you a hypothetical situation. Okay. It's called Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. And it is the exact same as the Ghostbusters remake... However, it's set in L.A., and the old Ghostbusters movies happened. Is that a better movie? Fixing some of the blatant errors or problems with the current movie. The 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 protagonist or the antagonist really didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They could have done better. That just yeah. That, that whole thing. The bad. The villain was yeah. Very just like oh yeah. I yeah. Is it the original cast? When you, no, no, it's the four women that so have been cast. So it's the same like, movie, but it's in the same universe or something. Yeah, they're like, like they have bought the L.A. franchise, mm. and they have to deal with that. I think that would have been really fun. I think I think that would have been great, and yeah. I don't know why they can't just expand the universe. I don't get why they have to, like, try and redo stuff that's been done. If I'm not mistaken, I think Paul Feig was really hesitant to... Um, to, to like mess with the, the mm-hmm. canon of the original, which obviously back, backfired in terms of the response to the movie. What was the response to the movie? I don't even. I literally have no idea. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it? What's the Rotten Tomatoes on Ghostbusters? I'm like going to I like have... I'm going to faint. Like this is why I was worried that, about talking about this. Why? The the misogynist outpouring about this film. Oh, you mean all the jerks? Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, but all the jerks was I, I, the response. Like that shaped <laughs> that shaped the way the film was that, received. That happened long before it came out, son. <laughs> yeah, but it also happened up until the point it came out, while it was coming out, while it was in theaters, after it came out. Like, you can't divorce that from the way that the film like came out. Yeah. In my mind, so like, like that's the thing is that it's really hard to parse actual critical like analysis of the film from that context in really? my mind because yeah. if it was like i feel like if it was just like from a in a vacuum and i just saw it i would be like you know like eh, like middling summer film because yeah. it, yeah. was, it was like it was like kind of funny but it was just like eh, but it's okay um it's like a classic snl yeah. movie right where it's just like it's all right but you know these characters are taken a lot longer than they maybe should but um because of like how the weird environment that it was in i felt like everyone had to go and be like Mm -hmm. it's great you guys and it was like and it was fine i enjoyed it a lot i'll say that um 
I forget what your original point was when I was like, wait, do you actually not know the critical <laughs> reception? Um, oh, so basically he was mm-hmm. trying to avoid, like in his mind, mm-hmm. he didn't want to mess with the original franchise, R- which, which, he, which he which said he in interviews. totally did. Well, ha- how though? He remade it. Yeah, but it's, that's an interpretation. <laughs> I know, but if you remake something, there's sort of an inherent implication that the first one wasn't as good as it should have been. I don't think that's true. That's, I think this is where we differ on this. Maybe, partly. I don't know. You but, don't think it's ever an homage or like a, a take on a premise that you find interesting or like a franchise that you love? It can be, and we will talk about this because mm. that is a question that's coming up. But I think that a good remake honors the thing that came before it and i think inherently in that mm. if it just never happened then it's not there does that literally there was a bust of harold ramis right but it film. wasn't but it wasn't part of the right if if bill murray's character had been peter vakeman helping them get this franchise started up i think that would have been much more enjoyable than what was he the 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 writer he was, a paranormal, he was like a paranormal which was insane like that was crazy why though like that's the thing is that <laughs> It was. It wanted to be its own thing. I don't want to mm-hmm. watch a movie about female Ghostbusters where it's reliant on. Then why call it Ghostbusters? Why not? Because that's be what bold. the movie is. But but why not be bold and make something new? Well, it is something new. This is the thing: is it's, that it's, you're saying it's that, a remake. <laughs> but you're saying that by definition, a remake can never be a new thing, and I don't think that that's true. Like I think it's both. I think it's both mm-hmm. has an interaction to the source material, but also wants to exist in its own world and like. Whether or not we want to acknowledge it, the initial Ghostbusters world is a deeply sexist and misogynist world where there's not really room for fully fleshed out women. In a way, I think that if you had Peter Womanizer Vankman, mm-hmm. like as the one who's like the foray into this female Ghostbusters franchise, there's something disingenuous about that in my mind. And it still is this like, like it, it sort of like erases the reality of those original movies which you think is a good thing no like i mean if he was there and it was just this totally normal like like i don't think the mm-hmm. character of peter vankman would be super chill about four female ghostbusters there, there's the ghostbusters 3 the, which was written yeah was kind of this franchise yeah. thing and it it opened a lot of things that i think you would be surprised mm-hmm. it was a shame it never got made mm-hmm. because it was about a lot more people yeah and uh it was a very interesting mix. We'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I We definitely disagree, which is fine. Yeah. Um, in a vacuum, was Ghostbusters a good movie? The new one, the remake. I think much in the same way the original is a, like, fun and silly SNL alumni movie. Mm-hmm. This one is similar. In fact, I would say, in in some ways, I find the new one more fun than the original. The new one is certainly more fun. I think that I think that there is a little bit of like nostalgia benefit that the first one gets, like that because there's this very intense base of fans who like attach to that at a certain age. Mm -hmm. um, That it like has gotten to the status of like beyond reproach in a way that some movies do. Um, because this is the thing, is that in my mind, the ri- like the, I love the original. Mm-hmm. I watch it a lot. I watch I rewatch it a lot. It's very fun. There are a lot of things I love about it. I don't think it's as good as we as a culture would like to believe. It's pretty good. Sean's, Sean's waiting before we take a break. Sure. Well, I... Uh, <laughs> also, <laughs> stepped, stepped out. 
quite Switzerlandy, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the the villain aspect of the first one, like she was a way better, scarier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like that scene where she's getting um, attached in her apartment, like sucked into the kitchen, was so scary for me. And like, yeah, wh- who even? What was that guy? What was the villain's name? And well, to Justice me, he or? was like a metaphor for. Uh, your like incel kind of red pill men's rights activist guy, but we don't necessarily have to go there right this second. Um, and yeah, he just uh, I didn't. It didn't, the stakes didn't seem really high for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. It was just like they're gonna they're gonna get him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know they're true. gonna get him. <laughs> That's true. Well, with that, folks, let's take a quick break. We might come back to Ghostbusters. We might not. I don't know. I think we we could. Yeah, we totally could. We'll, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll see what happens. Anyway, you are listening to Spoiler Alert. Geez, on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Folks, we're back with Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Guess what time it is, guys? What time is, is it, Jer? <laughs> Good try, Sean. We'll what is on, it? We'll work on that. It's game time. For Yay. those who who don't know, who are tuning in for the first time, the game is where I spend all week pouring over hundreds and hundreds of relevant movies, and then I pick one that these two have never seen, and then I tell them about, I tell them the title, and they tell me what they think it's about. This week's selection is very near and dear and close to my heart, so don't screw it up. Ooh. Wow. The title is... 12 Monkeys. Sean? Hmm. Um, I'm presuming it's spelled M-O-N-K-E-E-S. How <laughs> 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 about dueling monkey cover bands? <laughs> uh, but actually, I Please. feel like this is sort of a z- zoology uh, drama. You know, um, there's a sickness. The The primates have it. They... There, I feel like there's some sort of, you know, maybe there was 13 monkeys and then one day there's 12 and then it's a big, you know, a search for a missing monkey situation. <laughs> uh, there's sickness is what I think. Ebola for sure. Wow. In, in the human primates? Or in actual, like, who are these actual monkeys? Are they literal monkeys? I yes. think they're literal monkeys. Like voiced by our favorite stars? Oh, I didn't expect it to go. I was going more dark, but okay, I do no, see. Uh, I, I, I want to know where we're at. I here. do see Bradley Cooper and Scarlett Johansson <laughs> tossing their voice for a couple of monkeys. Look who's talking three, 12 monkeys. <laughs> you would watch. I look love who's Look talking Who's Talking Movies. Monkeys. Because I love. <laughs> Sean wins by default Ooh. this week, I think. Once again, very toasty in this room, and yep. Sean is killing it. It is a billion degrees. I don't know here. if that's true. <laughs> it's what literally a million degrees. Yeah, okay, you know that children's nursery rhyme, like the five little monkeys. <laughs> it's that, but twelve, and it's gritty. It's a gritty reboot. Of, are, of again, that. are are they actual monkeys or yes. like Planet of the Apes style it's, or it's, animated or it's animated for adults, like Bojack oh. Horseman style. Oh. <laughs> Real kind of dark, kind of existential. Who plays the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> um. Laura Dern. <gasps> That's a great choice. Thank you. That was a, that felt like a good poll. No more yeah. jumping on the bed is her famous line. Yes. Huge Laura Dern fan. 
<sighs> she's wearing a lab coat. It's like, and it's like animated. It's like an exactly perfectly animated Laura Dern. Uh, like, like she's a human. Yeah, it's all animated. But she's not a. She's not a. a, a well, no, the a doctor's monkey. is just a doctor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Monkeys can be doctors as well. Uh, You're right, that was species. <laughs> if, if children, if children can jump on a bed, or wait, <laughs> I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> One fell off it's and bumped his head. Right. Twelve monkeys. Anyway, is that but like an so hour-long movie about twelve monkeys? No. Okay. That's also there's, messed there's, up because every time one bumps his head, there's one less. <laughs> like it, it's a tr- it's a they mortal. Don't, I don't think they die. I think they just go back to. Yeah. They the, go to at, be treated. At the end oh. of the at the end of the song, they're all in the bed, but they, there's no more jumping. Because oh, because they're yeah. all. Oh, because they just lie. Yeah. I have a book on the subject. Oh, okay. I think um, <laughs> you have a reference. I think there's a lot of flashbacks. To, like, get oh. some backstory for each oh. of the monkeys, so that's how it gets flushed out of it. Like, every time, yeah. the second their head hits they, the floor, it's like, bam, yeah. we're in their but childhood. This yes. almost sounds like Slumdog to me. Yeah. It's <laughs> total... It's <laughs> a rip-off, actually. Oh, wow. God. What is it, I would actually? watch both of these. Thanks. I am blown away that neither of you have seen this, because it's so good. Um, so, of course, it's a remake mm-hmm. of a French film called La Jete, which is actually not any movement but still pictures it's 30 or 40 minutes it's on youtube everyone in the world should watch this movie wow. uh it is about a prisoner from the future who is expendable and they send him back in time to stop a virus set loose by the army of 12 monkeys whoa in- why would they trust him <laughs> Sean's immediately dissecting because, this plot because they, they 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 make the decision and then they they know what happened right because it happens in the past. Oh. There's a lot of time travel. Oh, uh, the the remake I believe is directed by Terry Gilliam, who is one of my personal favorites. Bruce Amazing. Willis, Brad Pitt, some other lady who I have no idea. Incredible stuff. Everybody should watch it. Is Brendan Fraser in this, or am I thinking of Monkey Bone? The, you're thinking of Monkey Bone. <laughs> okay. You're thinking of George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. A great but movie. Oh, my God. It's not a remake of anything, unfortunately. It is a remake, yeah. <gasps> George of the Jungle is a remake. It was a cartoon. Did you guys know this? Wow. I thought it was a cartoon after. No. No, 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 no. Oh, no. my God. Okay, change everything. That's top of my list of favorite <laughs> remakes. I don't think I'm wrong in that. but I don't think you're wrong either. You're usually right. Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys a question, and that will dictate what the next question is. This is something I really want to talk about. Okay. Did you guys watch your required watching YouTube video that I said to watch yesterday? I did. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to get into some film school stuff here. We don't have to go too deep. However, there's an old... 61, 1961 movie called Yo Jimbo, wherein by Akira Kurosawa. Yes, wherein a good retain (laughs) a samurai comes to town, and there are two rival gangs, and they fight it out, and chaos ensues. It's wonderful. Three years later, Fistful of Dollars comes out, which is Sergio Leone. Here we go. (laughs) She is just on point tonight. I did research. the, it's almost the same movie, but it's set in the West. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to open the eyes of all of our people here and tell them that every Western movie they've ever seen and enjoyed, not necessarily, is almost the most Japanese thing you've ever seen in your life. Magnific- Wake up, people. Magnificent Seven. Should we talk about that? We can, yeah. Seven Samurais. Boom. <gasps> seven Brides for Seven Brothers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Western, and it is based on a Japanese film. No, this is really interesting. Yes. I didn't know this. So this remake mm-hmm. 
changed everything of what we think about a whole genre of movies yeah. for the better i would say yeah but now when you think of the old west it's it's a very japanese idea if that's what it is that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. you know one man's i guess two men's but that's uh once again remade later and i'm going to look at my notes if i can find it uh as Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis again. He's, yeah. he's coming up a lot tonight. He's Bruce, Bruce. Anyway, um, that one, uh, Christopher Walken, gangsters in, you know, some dusty town in, I don't know, the southern states, California, yeah. maybe, Nevada, something like that. It was an okay movie. There's a traumatizing scene in that Uh-oh. that actually I, I'm still uncomfortable watching. Oh. But uh, it's not even that bad. It was just I think it hit me when I was young. Mm. But uh, Yeah. Anyway. Is this a good remake or not? That's a complicated question. It's, it's a very complicated question. This basically cemented Clint Eastwood into the man that we yeah. know today. And the it shaped spaghetti westerns. Absolutely. It shaped our concept of the genre of western. Why spaghetti? Because of Sergio Leone, right? Yeah, he used to be <gasps> Italian-based. Oh. All these movies are shot in Spain. Yeah. You know, wow. it's it's all one big lie. This whole... That's the thing. But it's interesting because it's a very American-identified genre. It absolutely is. But it's actually Eastern. Like, the Westerns are Eastern. It's so crazy, yeah. Yeah. All this, you know, grittiness and unshaved manliness. Not the case. Wow. Early John Wayne films, he looks beautiful. Yeah. And he looks like... Honestly, he he looks looks like a model. I know. Like, he, he really does. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Jer, I'm interested in how this relates to what we were just talking about in terms of, like, the dis- to me it's disingenuous that mm-hmm. there's this whole genre that we don't give accurate credit to. Like, to me, this is part of the problem with remakes is mm-hmm. the, like, l- the lack of context and the lack of understanding about where stuff comes from. Mm-hmm. So how do you... I, I'm curious how you feel about I don't, it. I'm incredibly conflicted about it, mm-hmm. to be honest. And uh, when I found this out, it was so mind-blowing. Yeah. You know, and you watch these other films made by these Japanese, and, you know, all of the tropes are there. Everything's there. Yeah. And, uh, you, I don't know, you can see it come up in lots of other places. But, uh, you know, is it is this whole stealing from each other and, re you know, rejigging other people's work okay? Like, is that just the field and we just have to deal with it sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't sometimes it has massive effects sometimes it doesn't or you know because uh kurosawa sued yeah leon over this like and they settled it, right. they settled outside of court but mm-hmm. like still right obviously that means there was yeah. some there's there's you know there's inherent conflict in yeah. this to me it's complicated in the in terms of like conversations around cultural colonialism sure because especially like in the 60s not that long after the second world war there's really complicated stuff happening around who has political and financial power Mm -hmm. and you know globally the relationship between you know what is still valued and what is mainstream and what makes money Mm -hmm. um so that's i think complicates it a little bit but i don't know that i have a clear answer 
I don't, I don't know that we ever will. But mm-hmm. I do think it's probably one of the greatest jokes in history that one of the most American things yeah. is super un-American. Yeah, that's, I mean, that that's amazing. tells you a lot about our world, I think. <laughs> like, I think that's probably more true more often than we realize. I, well, I, yeah. I think, in a more general sense, we're just going to hom- a homogenized point. Yeah. And I kind of worry that's what the whole issue of the remakes is. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, who knows? We just have to. We just all have to hold on and wait and see, on this roller coaster that we call spoiler alert on ninety one point three of it. radio, which is on planet Earth. Yeah, so it is on planet Earth, and wow. it's technically in space, I guess. That's oh, true. I don't really know how it works. <laughs> anyway, uh, sort of leaving that. My next question, and I also really want to talk about this, is: Is there a type of movie that is meant to be remade? A Star is Born, mm. I think, is definitely in this category. Things like Batman, mm-hmm. certainly. Movie. Yeah, um, monster movies. Yeah. You know, we've we've seen three The Mummies, and another one is coming. Yeah, and it's the same with Frankenstein and the Invisible Man and all this, and it's just kind of acceptable, right? It's not same with like fairy tale movies. Yeah, fairy Absolutely. tale movies, period pieces, to some degree, or like things that are based on works of literature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, well that whole book thing—that's a—that's another show. That's gonna be, I think, probably two episodes at least. <laughs> I don't think one's gonna cut it. Honestly, I feel like we have more to talk about, and we only have fifteen minutes left. Yeah, we're, I think we're gonna have to do Ghostbusters. We're gonna episode. have to remake the remakes episode. Whoa, meta. <laughs> <laughs> I think, in short, yes, but also Sean hasn't said anything in a while, so Super I want to know. I don't know what's wrong. I feel like my, I have hot. no ideas today. He's so hot. It is very hot. Today. Sean's so hot. so hot right now. <laughs> God, he's so hot. Um, well, I did watch a remake of a book, uh, last night, which was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I couldn't. which one did you, I, which the, one? The earliest, or the latest one. Which yeah. Johnny did? Like yeah. the remake yeah. of the... The remake, the remake, mm-hmm. the remake. Yeah. yeah. And I actually, I started and then I turned it off yep. like five minutes after Mr. Wonka came bounding <laughs> onto screen. I got ten minutes in. <laughs> it was, I was like, I was kind of into it and then... Even though I've, like, I, the cruel fate of those grandparents. I know. <laughs> feet to face, like, for years. <laughs> as long as, like, Charlie has remembered. And, um. Feet to face. And then, um, he bounced on screen and he's so uncomfortable. And, it's like, so I don't know why he, great. I don't know why he thinks funny voices and silly wigs are. The, the way to go. When, because when you've done not. that many characters, you really have to get on those fringes. That's like, the problem. <laughs> I guess. But, like, uh, if like, like Gene re- Wilder hadn't done lots of different characters by the time he made Charlie you, and the Chocolate Factory. The original Wonka was so, like, like as soon as he came out and he was, like, hobbling on a yeah. cane and then, like, bounds into a somersault. And you're like, this person's very engaging and yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen. He's mysterious. And I was just like, what is up with him? In this one, I literally was like, Ugh. I don't want to hear more from yeah. you. I'm very You're just scared. Like, oh, no. Yeah. And Ooh. just that, like, there's all that stuff in the original where you're like, wait a second. Oompa Loompas are an enslaved race. I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. There's all kinds of complicated stuff there. And they, like, kind of lean into that in the remake. Like, there's a there's a scene that I would call borderline racist in the first ten minutes of the remake. I don't even remember. Where he's abroad somewhere. I forget. I was quite tired when really I was. Willy Wonka's abroad? Yeah, he's yeah. abroad, like, making chocolate. Oh, oh, it's an he Indian. builds us. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a little, like, um, it just made me nervous. I don't remember it. I didn't, I didn't see any um, 
Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas. No, I didn't get that far either, but I have seen the whole movie before. But it's like one man, right? I feel like yeah, I it's that, that. Yeah, it's that one actor. That yeah. one actor. Uh, small. Small. Yeah. Well, they made him small. <laughs> he's not. No, a, but he's pretty short. In he real is life. short, but yeah, they but made him like small. tiny, tiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. It's, so yeah, that was one that was that I I just couldn't hack, and I decided to say no. No, no, says Sean. Yeah. No, yeah. was not. It was not good. Um, well, we're running out of time. So the next question mm-hmm. I have is, is there any remakes that you guys have thoughts on that are upcoming? Anything you've heard about through the grapevine? Any thoughts? Because uh, I know for a fact that they're remaking a movie that I love called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I think I have seen nothing for this. So any formal opinion is not really ex- in existence. Yeah. It kind of sounds terrible. The I'm nervous about it. P- the pitch does not sound good. Who's in it? Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Oh. And I, I think that this is one of the cases where, well, they've. I think they've changed the name of the movie to The Heist. I think that's what it's called now. Uh, I yeah, I think so. And I wonder if you know, is this like going to be a remake or is this going to be like, oh, we like this movie here, sort of a nod mm-hmm. to it, but just the sort of pitch of it doesn't sound. Great. Yeah, tonally, it, I feel like it's aiming to be different. It yeah. has to be just based on that casting. And there's, and there's a lot of time to change and fix. Yeah. And so, you know, we should probably reserve judgment, but I'm concerned. Yeah, well, that's let's, fair. Let's leave it at that. Um, I'm excited for Ocean's 8. Same, Speaking I was just another about heist to say. Movie. But see, but that's, I, that's a next question. I don't think we'll have to, I think that's a late sequel, I and I think right. it looks amazing. Yeah, I, think I think it looks really right. good. Yeah. Any Anytime yeah, you really expand good. that, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I feel like, not to go back and quibble, this is just one thought, I feel like it works a little bit better with that franchise and universe than something like Ghostbusters, but... Why? Just just because it's less less specific and people have less specific feelings about it. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Because the original Ocean's Eleven was so manly. Yeah. Like, Like Frank Sinatra manly. Yeah, yeah. And like, and Julia Roberts is such a, like piece of a no no but i'm <laughs> but i'm talking like the original the oh frank yeah, sinatra. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> i don't even I, think they I had a woman frank on sinatra. no i don't think there all. was a woman on screen. there was abs- there well, must have been but except I, as a piece of a yeah <laughs> same piece of a <laughs> sorry it's hot and i just couldn't be articulate enough. you're right i need to rewatch that i haven't watched it in a long time i rewatched the remake for some reason hmm? the show i did quite enjoy it i haven't seen the original it's how fun. are you guys seeing all these originals <laughs> I steal them from the internet, but I didn't say that on the radio. <laughs> no, 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 no. I checked them out from my local Blockbuster? library. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a few remakes that I have thoughts about that are yeah, upcoming. I would love or to allegedly you. upcoming. What Alleged. Um, the Lion King, the live-action remake oh, yeah. that fe- features Beyonce. I feel like those are just kind of nothing. They're just well, shot for shot. Because they did it with Cinderella. They've done it with Jungle Book. Beauty and the Beast was... Jungle Book was bad, I would say. Well, not bad, but not good. And Beauty and the Beast was pretty good, but I don't think they did it right. I think it was a mistake to go with that weird animation I, yeah. of the character of the like household item characters. And, oh. and the what the time travel book or what? Yeah, the like added Back they her, added her sick house pieces of the story yeah. that, that, that I didn't strange. love. Um, but the Lion King, I think, could be very good. But it it is it isn't nothing because they're putting this focus on having black actors in 
what is essentially the only Disney movie about Africa, um, which was mostly white actors in the original. So there's lots of stuff. There's updates. There's stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm nervous about the live action. I don't know how I'll feel about it. I, the cast is incredible. Well, I, I feel like they should change mouth. it up. I feel like they should honestly mix up the story. I would be so much more interested in that. But that's not what they're... Like, I just don't... What's the point <laughs> of remaking something with real cats? Like, that's that's my, that's my vibe. Well, because the original is the only Disney movie about Africa and it's all white actors and that's trash. I know, but why don't they just make another movie? Because this is money, money, money. Yeah, yeah also that. And that's, also it's yeah. fun. We and haven't also... talked enough about money. No, we haven't. There's a lot of money <laughs> at play here. Ditto The Little Mermaid. They're also doing I, that one. I'm not, not surprised. Disney. They have, like, there's, like, no, there's like no information about it yet. Oh. It's like 2019, the last I checked. Wow. Um, allegedly, and... This is one that I would be so excited for if it's true, but I couldn't find anything more recent than like early 2017. Is that Greta Gerwig is writing an adaptation of Little Women? Oh, which it'd be it'd be interesting for sure. Oh, just anything that she makes, I'll be happy. It about. should just be Little Women too, and they should just get out of here. <laughs> just what's the matter with that? Even more like, little. How <laughs> I just don't understand how a sequel is less offensive to you than a remake. Because now you're expanding the world. And maybe you're dealing with some of the problems that you had. I don't know. I, you know. But you're like making cl- at that point. I think you're making claim to the work of the first one. Like you're like co-opting that universe in a way. Or but or adding or because you're not just outright taking something, pretending it didn't happen, and changing it. You know. But I don't know that that's what. Anyway. Yeah. See, we have a fundamental we, disagreement. The, well, on this. we're on a we're on a teeter totter, and I don't think either of us knows which. Which spot to stand in to level no. this bad boy out? Wow. That but is it makes like quite the radio. metaphor. <laughs> I am a Sean's child in the middle. that didn't get asked on the teeter totter. No, Shawnee, you're sitting in the middle. Like I think you're holding. I actually would <laughs> always be the one sitting in the middle. <laughs> trying to even it up. Because I was too scared to go too high on each side. Fair. <laughs> the amount of times my flat little butt would hit that earth so hard. Because oh, yeah. a friend would jump off. Well, oh, that's you not need, a friend. You need better. <laughs> that is not a friend. I won't jump off this. I know, this, that's this, the thing. This totter. This that's why I feel, I feel safe on this totter with you, Jerry. Yeah, I'm not jumping <laughs> off. Just as a quick, one more quick, quick, yeah, quick absolutely. thing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. They are making a live action remake of The Sword and the Stone. Which is offensive to me. Interesting. Didn't they already? Didn't they already remake it with Guy Ritchie a, a, two years ago? <gasps> no, I mean like the child version. I know, but I'm just saying that we, we're talking remakes. Oh, he's spicy. Tis, tis been done. <laughs> oh, I worked too hard at that. Too <laughs> spicy. What's sort Tis of been done. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the man who knew too much and how Alfred Hitchcock made, remade his own movie, but I forgot. <laughs> so, <laughs> we can talk about it another time. When we remake, gonna, when we remake re- this episode. Remake, remake. Great. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have to do it. Yeah, I think so. Um, what else is on my list? Oh, have you guys seen the trailer for Overboard? <gasps> I'm nervous. No, I have not. Who is in it? Some it. guy who I have no idea. I literally have no clue who he is. Okay. And... What is her name? Married to... Who's she married to? Star-Lord. Oh, <laughs> oh Ryan Anna, Nope. No, Anna, Anna Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> and this time it's flipped around, so she is the one who... He lost his memory, and, and she's oh, the yeah. one taking advantage. Oh, man. I don't know. It's, I don't know It's either. not... Yeah, no, it doesn't look... It, there's, overboard is just a real piece of magic and a it, chemistry that you can't buy. Exactly. That's the thing. So, Jeremy, I'm willing to say that there are films that shouldn't be remade. We're, we're, we are on a roller coaster of, of, of Overboard and Ghostbusters <laughs> and Yo Jimbos. Uh, no one knows which way is up no. in this toddler of, of ours. There's a lot of feelings in this room. I, ca- I am 
flustered. The idea of someone trying of, trying to do it. Of trying to do it. It's impossible. <laughs> well, because Goldie alone. Goldie like, alone. Guys, the Kurt Russell on the remake list is getting hit pretty hard. Yeah. Like on my list, I got. They're remaking Big Trouble in Little China, which oh, I'm yeah. concerned about. Yeah. Yeah. They're remaking Escape from New York, which I am very concerned yeah. about. I'm yeah. shocked. Well, Why are they all coming for the Kurt's job? <laughs> Is it a gorilla? In what? In... Escape from New York. Isn't there a chimp in there? Oh, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> or a gorilla? I don't know. Either oh, way, God. there's some kind of ape. Anyway, we're pretty much out of time here. Yeah. Do we want to do like a really quick what you're watching? I don't have anything, actually. Really. <laughs> Um, so, I, Sean? I have, a, I have a one. I went yeah. to a tiny indie film called Avengers Infinity War. <gasps> no, hashtag no spoilers. Spoiler I know, alert. actually, for, no in, this, in this case, I will uh, put aside my spoiling because it, I literally saw it the first day it came out. I'm very curious because, correct me if I'm wrong, you've not seen the Captain America movies. No, no, no. Was it confusing for you? Mm, no, not really, because honestly, there was like five Avengers that are literally like pop on and like hey and like yeah. you don't because there's like 40 of them yeah there's it a was lot. overwhelming there's, uh, Mark Ruffalo made a joke about how if everyone had three minutes of screen time the movie would be four hours or something <laughs> and I don't know if that's real I feel that he's like, not it's wrong not far from the truth um, I went with former guest uh, Christy Zosman and she loves the Marvel universe and we were sitting before and she l was like we should we should go i i can't watch it actually she was very, she was very anxious because she just was too excited well, because she basically was like there has to be someone that dies yeah because like you know yeah again 40 people. there's 40 people yeah and yeah, um and, her. and it did end on the like gag of the year cliffhanger that <gasps> the entire like theater was uh, aghast at. Well, everyone knows it's a two a two parter. Yeah, so right. you might as well cliffhang while you cliffhang. And I didn't really know what it was going to be. I was going to say, do, did everyone know? Did you know? No, I didn't know. Oh, but yeah, I no, also I was like I was you know a dumb dumb. I didn't mm -hmm. know. But there's people there like carrying like shields and like <laughs> had a fist with the stones in it. They were that's kind of cool. The oh, stones yeah. are a thing, right? Yeah, they're a thing. Okay. Oh, also my theater clapped every time a new Avenger appeared on screen. <laughs> Which was I hope awesome. that doesn't have to be what we I do. really love that there was just you in a theater <laughs> full of people yeah. clapping for the Avengers on opening popcorn night. in any setting. Yes, so. um, I feel. Speaking of, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on because wife of the show Ellen and I are hoping to go tomorrow. I think maybe tomorrow. I believe in you. Anyway, we'll see what happens. However, we watched Thor Ragnarok. Uh, in you know we got to lead up. We still have to watch Spider Man, but uh, Thor Ragnarok. Have you guys seen any of these Thor movies? Have you seen any of it? I think I saw the first one because they're terrible. Yeah, I've heard. They're that. straight up awful. However, they got Takika Watiki Watiki. Yeah, as the director mm -hmm. who is uh, Flight, Flight of the Concords fame. Yeah, uh, the movie is so funny and so good. It is painfully good i've heard this he's so funny uh he's in it a bit but uh everyone should watch it it's really great it's really super funny and it kind of sucks that there were two horrible thor movies that we had to put up mm, with before together. we got to here however it does raise a concern uh -oh. which is first well i should say this thor ragnarok is one of the best marvel movies they've made without question top yeah. five easily <laughs> i'd say that's true um, 
I am worried that they are moving towards a homogenized style of movie where mm. all of these basically men are the same character. Yeah. Because I mean, it's happening. Moving towards or like, <laughs> that's kind of where they start. I, 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 I don't know. I'm not. We're, we're either there or we're about to be there. I mean, maybe Sean is the only there. one who knows. I will say that Thor is quite the jokester in this, <laughs> in this film as well. Oh, God. Well. I would like to stay and chat more, but that's all the time we have this week. Aww. Too soon, too soon. I'd like to give a shout-out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna. My co-hosts, Sean and Sonia. Everyone here at CJTR and our listeners, we wouldn't be kind of pointless if you guys didn't listen to the show. So It's broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. And remember, trilogies were made to watch all in one go. See you next week, folks. Bye. Bye.